Welcome to Cinema Discussions. Tonight we are discussing the Purge election year. My name is John and I am joined by... <laughs> it's a senior election murder correspondent. That seems like a terrible thing to be a <laughs> senior correspondent on. Um, yes, uh, Vaughn here, who is our senior election murder correspondent. Um, this is the third Purge movie in the series. And uh, yeah. before... is, it, is it the third in three years? I think so. Yeah, I, forget, I forget when the first one came out. Yeah. Um, they, I think that, let's see, The Purge was 2013. Um, so it's, uh, it's then 2014. So they skipped They skipped 2015, although, oh, okay. it, uh, depending so they on They almost had it. Out. Yeah. Um, but uh, so let's, before we get into the uh, spoilers onto the film and the in-depth discussion, uh, we'll give you our recommendation for the film. So uh, how would you recommend this to our audience? Hmm. If for some reason you enjoyed the first two, then there's... <laughs> no real reason not to enjoy this one yeah i'd agree uh, with that if if for some weird reason you're seeing this one first then it will be kind of an odd movie yeah and, I, there are there are things it talks about that are uh part of the backstory that, that you sort of that you sort of have to figure out from the first two movies yes so, so there's that. I think the um, film, like, but, while it, you can understand everything on your own just yeah, getting into this just, film. If you go into pretending this is like a a one-off uh, kind of slasher mm-hmm. uh, political movie, then you'll be fine. You'll, I think you'll understand it, but I don't, I don't really know if you'll like it that much if you're just going into just this one. Yeah. I think <clears> the only reason, you know, real thing to like this movie is to enjoy the other two. Um, something I'll say about these these movies, if you haven't seen them before, um, I really love the uh, concept behind the films mm. and the kind of the, the places they go in the film, but uh, not necessarily the execution. Um, and I think that's that's mm-hmm. standard for all of the Purge movies. Um, so there, if you're if you're interested in seeing the ideas and seeing where they take the ideas, so it's not just the basic concept, but like where they go with the film. Um, then I think I think these films are interesting to watch, but um, they are not perfect. No. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, don't go in looking for like. The best yeah, yeah, don't don't go expecting to get your your mind blown. Yeah. Um, so now let's dive into the film. Spoiler mm, yes. alert on the Purge election year. We're going to tell you yeah. who dies and yeah. a lot of people die. Which is a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> so for the, the benefit of any viewers who may not have seen the first two or may not remember them, mm-hmm. uh, in the first Purge movie, where we have mm-hmm. our hero, uh, Ethan Hawke. Yes. The, who... Um, yeah, it, it this might be a little bit out of his normal uh, film type. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of small things here and there. So he's like the big name actor who will do your low budget film. And oh yeah, he did a couple other some other horror film around the same time, like Sinister. Oh, you mean or Sinister? Um, yeah, Sin- Sinister. He did that. I, I don't think that was Ethan Hawke. That was the other guy who looks like the other him. guy who looks like him. Yeah, because I made the uh. same mistake when I first saw that movie. Like, oh, it's Ethan Hawke. Like, no, it's, it's the other guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you, you can look it up if you want to. Well, I'll do it while you're, while yeah. you're discussing this one. But. Uh, so kind of the gist of this, uh, the first Purge, it happens uh, in the fifth year after the start of the Purge in the near future. Okay. Uh, in the, uh, uh, what is it, the little text, new- at, the text at the bottom of the screen when it starts off. So this is the year 2022. It was Ethan Hawke and Sinister. 
in the first oh, one okay. at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, what's the name of the guy who looks like him? I don't know. Yeah, Hawk, yeah, Ethan. Like yeah, Ethan Hawk uh, totally looks like whoever. All right. It'll it'll come up. All right. Keep uh, going. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, he is this. Um, uh, like good, uh, this this very well-to-do father of two, and they they live in a a very upper-class uh, neighborhood, gated, gated community. He works for an insurance company. Uh, he works for a home security company. Yeah, home security company. Uh, so they they invented this uh, like window and door barricade system to keep people out during purge night. Um, Purge night happens on, if I remember correctly, March 21st. I don't know if that date has any particular significance, um, but it happens that night. Isn't that the uh, yeah, spring it, equinox or something? Or is that? I don't no, think so. That's, that's later. No. No. Nah, yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah, it goes from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, they don't specify if, if that's based on your local time zone. Uh, or if they've abolished time zones. Or they abolished time zones. And so, so now <laughs> it's the new panic yeah, button. Okay. Not, not that important, really, but yeah. just a thought. <clears throat> uh, so this is 2022. This is the fifth purge that's about to happen in the first movie. Yes. Uh, you know, so it's so, a so track five, and you've had uh, since 2017. Uh, what led up to the purge is a... a, a, a mm-hmm. uh, a cat, a, a series of catastrophes in the American economy. Mm-hmm. The, they said uh, in the second movie that there was like a, a quadruple dip recession followed by uh, another depression, you know, followed by skyrocketing crime rates. Uh, like things, things are really going bad. Yeah. And in steps in the political party that called themselves the New Founding Fathers of America. Yep. The uh, NFFA. They, they are they are only loosely referenced to. And spoken of in the first two movies, like so, you don't really know at all who they are. Yeah. Um, or other than they came to power, they rewrote the American uh, legal system, and so now you have this night. And uh, for the first several years of it, uh, Purge One is in 2022. Purge Two is in 2023. And so, yeah, so they're yes. real close to each other. They both take place in the greater Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the results uh, have been crime has gone down, uh, unemployment is below five percent all the time. Uh, think things are generally looking better. <clears throat> and it was in the second movie that it really in, piqued in my se- interest. In, in the second movie is when they kind of tell you like what's really going on in the rest of the country. Yeah. Uh, So now you kind of see that there's this weird uh, socioeconomic and political undercurrent that's like because the uh, underneath everything. the idea behind the purge as they put forth in the first movie is i mean the, the way the film is presented is the same way that the new founding fathers present it mm-hmm. is that if we make one day a year where all crime is legal then we can potentially get everyone to let out all their aggression you, you, you to, let out all your steam at one all time. their crime one day a year and yeah. then the rest of the year everyone can just be nice and happy with each other yeah and so all the rest of the year crime rates are down and everything else is great and they're like ah oh, cool idea mm-hmm. but the way how it really is operating is what they explained in the second one, where you're yeah. now killing uh, all of the homeless, all of the the, yeah, the, the, the people the who survive people. are the people who can afford to survive. Exactly, they can yeah. afford better armor, better uh, security, mm. um, or yeah. the government officials who are class ten ranking or higher yeah. who are exempt from the purge. Yeah, so there, there's there's the the idea of class ten government officials. They don't say how many of those there are. Um, mm-hmm. 
But it says you can assume like just the 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 most executive levels of the branches of government. I, I would imagine it says here that um, also, and this, I think this is explained in in probably the second movie. It might have been in the first two. Um, that uh, and aside from uh, the government officials of class ten ranking or higher that can't be attacked, um, any weapons above a class four, which exclude which includes explosive devices such as grenades, rocket launchers, bazookas, and weapons of mass destruction or viral and be- uh, biological chemical agents, are forbidden. Yeah, they they did not specify what the weapon classes were. No, but, it, but that's in one part of uh, two. Yeah, two. Um, they they suddenly there there's this big uh, klaxon going off, and there's the the emergency broadcast voice again saying, uh, "Explosives above class four are prohibited. That uh, you will be prosecuted." Yes. Uh, so somebody somewhere, uh, I think it was it was at the time that uh, our the, the the nameless hero of number two, uh, they're in this building, and then a and then the the resistance army led by carmelo jones john whatever his name was yeah carmelo they they storm in the building that's the same time this klaxon went off Mm -hmm. so you can i guess infer that one of them had like like probably plastic explosives or whatever yeah and it's there you know (laughs) what's legal in this thing where anything's illegal Um, apparently flamethrowers are legal to use yeah i think it's stuff like that but but not explosives they're they're worried more about mass destruction weapons Um, right so yeah you can you can still do a lot of damage you can get a lot of people with a flamethrower but like even even the best flamethrower today like it it can't carry that much gas yeah that's the the, okay so i guess that's the limiting factor anyway Yes. Yeah. So, really, it's the second movie that they kind of hit their stride on this. Yeah. Um, and now the third you, you movie, s- they they start to infer that uh, the the NFFA mm-hmm. is is really kind of this like secret elite organization rather than the the political movement that's went out to save America. Yes. It sounds like they initially said that they wanted to make America great again. Yeah. But then once they got into power, yeah, it's like define great. Yes. <laughs> Um, so I think that's, you know, the whole thing sparks off by the Trump presidency. Yeah. So, so cut to purge three. Um, -hmm. and it is now several years after two, the year 2040. Yeah. As you, you can kind of have to infer that. Um, so you have 2022 minus five. Yeah. And then the, the lady who's the main character of this one, the, the female Senator, uh, her family was killed in front of her and they say, 18 years before the movie. Uh, so if you assume that this happened in like the first or second purge, then you can just add 18 to 2017. Yeah. And, and you get approximately 2040, right? 2040. Yeah. So they were, that's what they... they um, so our, our nameless hero from Purge 2 shows up again. And which, he now has a name. Which I think it shows a good depiction of the future in yeah. 2040 as nothing much has changed at all. Not a whole lot has changed. No. Um, which is like, that's that's really the way to do a science fiction kind of thing. Yeah. Um, especially in a world where you've got the Purge going on. So you don't have, I think, as much scientific advancement because... Uh, there's a lot of there's bigger things to worry about as like this horrible yeah. purge thing. Um, I don't think yeah. scientists are going to be too happy with it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, it's a it's the 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 actor is Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo, Grillo yeah, and he was Grills, in yeah. Yeah, um, Winter Soldier and later in the beginning of uh, Civil War. He also was in a he he was in the second movie as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, 
Uh, he was uh, he's he was just known as Sergeant in the first movie, and now he's Sergeant Leo Barnes. Yeah, um, but uh, he he is now the the head of the uh, uh, protection order for the the female senator during and, the during the uh, campaign cycle. And I didn't go back and rewatch the films, but Edwin Hodge, who plays Dante Bishop, was in all three of the movies. So he was okay. the stranger who they let into the house in the first movie. Oh, that was him, but but he doesn't have the scar anymore. Or, or is he playing different people? I must be playing different people. He was. Well, he, I think it was that stranger. It might have been a different. No, there, there was. Yeah, because the 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 black man in the first movie had had this scar going down the side of his face. Mm, I'm gonna have to see if it was a different <clears throat> a different person in the first one. But but he's at least in all three of them, and uh, oh, okay. at least now they're because he didn't have a character name in the first one. He was just known as Stranger. Okay. But then in the second one, they gave him the name of Dante Bishop, hmm. and then played the same in the third. Um, and then, uh, there, there are other people who show up in the first two, um, but not much. They're just random perjurers. Um, and then the voiceover announcement's the same. But then aside from Sergeant Leo Barnes, there's no one else that, uh, according to the Wikipedia, at least that crosses over between each film. It's a separate, complete separate cast. Um, Mm, yeah. Yeah. Especially finding different locations in them and most people die. Yeah. So (laughs) it's nice that one person at least carries through to each of them so that they're you know the, yeah. it gives a little more weight to the, the series yeah uh, so somebody can survive 18 20 years of this mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult yeah um so the, the 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 gist of this one we have our our female senator uh, mm-hmm. who's going up against um, a minister what's his name who's like who's for the nffa uh, part of the establishment yeah uh, because her family died, she made it her entire political uh, agenda to abolish the purge. And she was the little girl in that first family, right? Yeah, because it like she they had so many people um, that were so. I mean, her the mo- the mother looked so similar to her mm-hmm. um, that when they said you know choose who's gonna survive and it made me think that it was the mother that was still alive but but the ages yeah. didn't work out for that yeah. so well it, it would be that would have been much more selfish if, if the mother picked herself but but part <laughs> of it to me was like giving her this big character flaw if that was the case. If she was this politician, True. like no one else knew what went on in that room, that, that would be a little bit. But darker, she would be yeah. like, as her saying, like the one who survived. So for the yeah. first couple minutes, as I was thinking that in my mind, that was her character flaw of like, oh man, she let her family die, yeah. and she's going <clears throat> as the survivor. But oh, but no, in actuality, it was she was the daughter, and <laughs> yeah. and her mother saved her. And yeah, so, the, the poor mom had to make uh, Sophie's choice. Yeah, so she doesn't have that character flaw that I was. Yeah. It would have been. Uh, it would have been fun, though. Like, yeah. I, I like that character flaw. <laughs> yeah. uh, so in this one, you get to see a lot more of the inner machinations of the NFFA. Yeah, uh, you actually kind of see who's in the elite roundtable at the beginning. Yeah, you see all of them in there. A bunch of old white <clears throat> guys. Yeah, a bunch of old guys and <laughs> and a few old women. Yeah, um, but all all white people. You see, you see a, a lot more of. Um, uh, sim- symbolism and imagery that is very uh, reminiscent of the the, the World War Two Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the the kind of I think that's like the main symbol for the NFFA. Like you don't really get a, a full shot of it, but later when they're in the the old church, um, on the back there's there like the hanging banner mm-hmm. and it has a, the the NFFA and their their symbol on it uh, a very reminiscent of the old eagle uh, floating over the the swastika yes. but now they just have a 
the the simple cross, more more of a plus sign than a cross, but it, it's a cross. Speaking of and the there, there's like it's a sort of wing ish shaped over, yeah. over that. But speaking of the Nazi symbols on yeah. there, those uh, the the neo Nazi soldiers that they had yeah, there. Yeah, and there's, there's had, actual neo Nazis. Yeah. Well, they had the clan insignias, the mm-hmm. Nazi insignias, the rebel flag. It's like there it was just like yeah. every hate just, group just you could of, think kind of. Kind of everything. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, uh, we hate everyone. Yeah. Like, like, like fuck it. Put them I all mean, on there. They're all pretty much symbols of white supremacy. So <laughs> yeah. it's all. It's, it's and and then, then there's like the, the the foot soldier who literally had white power on the back of his mm-hmm. armor. Yes. <laughs> but it was embroidered <laughs> on there. Yeah. I think like, it was a Velcro patch. Okay, something but it wasn't like something that was just sloppy done on there. Like this yeah. was something that looked very it, nice. It, it, so it, right there, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> we're making <clears throat> very clear on this. Yeah. The the idea of um, the racism inherent in the in, in the purge. Yeah, it, they definitely make uh, that clear on it. it. It's mostly uh, ec- it's mostly economic racism. It is, and it yeah, because they in all three movies really. Yeah, they. I think they're the big concern with them is the economy, but. There is enough. There are enough people who are for the purge that are for pure racist, yeah, policies for there. As you can see uh, with the, those mercenaries. Yeah, l- largely it, it is um, white men and women. In in the first movie, there were there was the the group of other wealthy neighbors. Yes. Um, like one black lady, one Asian man, and yeah. the rest were white. So so you can kind of see that. Uh, the like the. The, the the preppy kids who from the beginning of the movie like, who were attacking the house like mm-hmm. all white as far as we could tell yeah um, and they sec- even had second movie in this third one you've got uh, the yeah. the black girl who's uh, terrorizing the store in the in the in, first in one this one yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah the two parents. of them yeah yeah um, and uh, just wants her candy it's <clears> very creepily <throat> sexily yeah you know that's <laughs> like horrible um yeah. big thing i noticed in there the candy bar that she steals is an apollo candy bar uh, uh which is from <laughs> the uh, yeah originally from lost and uh shows up in other okay. those types of it was in uh, once upon a time yeah. uh the tv show um anyway yeah. there's a cool uh, lost that, sighting. That, that, that's a that's a very uh, the other uh, elizabeth that, that's, that's kind of a long reference to make it is still. well elizabeth mitchell was also from lost and she's the senator okay. in this one um, oh yeah so there's two lost connections in there okay but I kept right, uh, fair enough. trying to see. There's got to be someone else in the film uh, on the on the crew that is part of the, like that lost team, um, or just friends of them. Because mm-hmm. like in Heroes, <laughs> the slusho drink shows up, um, which is another yeah. lost thing, and also was in uh, 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 Cloverfield. Cloverfield has the sh- slusho, oh, okay. slusho yeah. drinks. Anyway, just nice little reference they put in there. Yeah. Um, so this film. Th- uh, you see the, the the craziness of the the, the purge, and you get the the murder tourism that they mm-hmm. start up in there. Um, and so the senator wants to, is running for presidency and is running on the stance of she's going to abolish the purge. Yeah, and that, so you that, that ha- sounds like it's her entire platform. Yeah, which is a pretty strong platform when yeah. that the purge is part of your country, and you've got half yeah. the population who's like destro- <laughs> their lives are being destroyed and yeah. they're losing their lives because of the purge. Um, so that they are definitely going to support that one track platform. We don't really care what the rest of your policies is. If you're going to uh, end the purge, we start yeah. from there and then go forward. <laughs> we'll, we'll just work it from there. And then all of the people who've been <laughs> successful because of the purge are mm-hmm. on the other side. They're like, yeah. of course, we're not going to end the purge. But they sound so they sound so insane to us watching this. Of the people who are for the purge. Yeah, but 
but you have to think about how this has been going on for 25 years. Mm. And yeah, like, like 20 years at this point. The And uh, that's that's what people know. So especially mm. like the, the girl who goes robs the store, this is mm. something she's grown up in that's her entire life <clears throat> has been the purge. Yeah, yeah. she, she looked like, like uh, private high school age. Yeah. So like, how had, are they you? Had, they had school uniforms on. So, um, so you're gonna change. Yeah. So, so they yeah, her her entire uh, uh, ideology is that if somebody slights you, you just wait till the next purge, mm-hmm. and, you know, make make a note of it, and then go back and get them. Exactly. They're like, well, okay. Um, and a, a lot of uh, I was talking with some other friends, and they they were saying, you know, uh, without <clears throat> having seen the purge movies, just because everything's about murder in the purge movies, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, uh, wouldn't you, you know, what about the other crimes? Like, you can go and just rob stuff and steal things or do this. And but the thing is, yeah, everything yeah, rioting, looting, everything off. evolves into murder, though. <clears throat> Generally, yeah. Because if you're gonna go rob someone's store, they're going to defend it by killing you because yeah. they're allowed to kill you, and that that's gonna stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter what crime you're going to do, it all evolves into murder. So mm-hmm. once you kill someone, then you can steal all their stuff or do whatever from there. Um, they don't really go into sex crimes in these films, mm-hmm. um, which is, is mm-hmm. interesting. I think it's it's n- kind of nice that they don't put that in there because yeah. that adds this other layer that could be a barrier of entry for other people to watch the films. Yeah, it, it would make it a whole lot... Uh, darker. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely darker. Because there's a, a lot whole, of... A whole lot harder to, to stay mentally in, invested in it. Yeah. So I think that those things, you can know that they're out there. You can just, um, uh, like, would, they're up would, to imagination. Say, yeah, I would say they, they got to that precipice a couple of times and then backed up. Yeah. But um, I, I, so I don't think they needed to go there for the messages that they're going about the the right. the, the uh, socioeconomic messages mm-hmm. that the, the movies yeah. are going it, for. Yeah, with two and three, it it turned into the larger socio political message. Yeah. Uh, the the first movie, yeah, it's just like, oh, how is this affecting one family? So the <clears> whole time while I was watching this movie and, and we're thinking about the, uh, I mean, so the main the conceit of the film that they, they lift the restriction on uh, level 10 uh, mm-hmm. government officials. Yeah, killing so government that, officials, specifically so they could go so they after could kill the senator. Elizabeth. Yeah, because she's going to be a person of the people, a candidate mm-hmm. of the people, and you know not have the security. But then they've also got their in-team, like their, her team is in against her, which, yeah. you know, from the, from the first time as they're setting her up, like, okay, people are going to be positioned here, people are going to be positioned here, and I'm like, all right, whose payroll are all those people on? And can we really trust all of them? Because yeah. I don't think you can trust all of them. <laughs> and so sure enough, that's not that. Yeah. So there's the first thing that I'm like, saw that coming. But another thing was the entire time that she's campaigning to say we want to end the purge. So ending the purge, great idea. Mm-hmm. However, all the people who are for the purge, once the purge becomes illegal, or when she become, gets in office and says there's going to be no more purge, You've got almost half the population who was opposing her and who was for the purge because yeah. it was a tight race, as they were saying uh, beforehand. Uh, well, they like, they said that once she won Florida, they said that, well, that newscast very uh, at the very that's end, the electoral votes. Right, they're saying for the electoral votes, but and when they were talking about how she was polling beforehand. They were polling. Oh, at the very beginning. At the okay. very beginning, they yeah. were polling like a couple points yeah, different. W- yeah, w- within margin of error. Yeah. So yeah. it was a super close race. So you can you can estimate that almost fifty percent of the of the population <clears throat> is against her, mm-hmm. uh, and for the purge. So you've got that many people who have all of the firepower that they're set up for for the purge, mm-hmm. 
and they can just start rioting they'll, and they'll just start their own war and now it's now you're not even it's that yeah start starting their own war not even on a purge day mm-hmm. like they're like screw it if it's illegal we're now you know starting a big civil war with it mm-hmm. which yeah, pur- purge for civil war <laughs> exactly what i think is going to happen because if you noticed at the end of the film after she got elected and she said there's no more purge and mm-hmm. then as it's fading out the news report says uh you know reports of rioting in the capital and all oh yeah so it immediately began there and that was like exactly as i thinking it was going to happen so mm-hmm. while it seemed like if they had you know cut it off before that it could have seemed like oh this is the final <clears throat> purge movie because now i put an end to the purge so there's no more purge mm-hmm. this is the end of the series but uh it makes money for the studio so they're not really going to do that and on the other thing they've said yeah, they, yeah the, the, the civil war idea makes perfect sense yeah and yeah. i i'm interested in that because now you no longer have like i I really like it because if they go with that philosophy so that the fourth Purge movie has no Purge, mm-hmm. no Purge day, but it still continues that storyline, um, I, you know, I really want that. I want to see that happen. Yeah. So. Like how far do you have to go? Either Purge to, Civil to stop, War or Purge Total people. War. Yeah. I think something like that for the, for yeah. the title. Um, <laughs> yeah. Captain Purge for <laughs> Civil War. Yes. <laughs> And then it's the thought of like, where do you go from from that point on? I don't know. There's so that, many. That'll be well, the that, that'll have to be the end of it if you, if they make a fourth movie. No, unless it's Purge Purge Five Global War because this oh, is what geez. you do in this in this third move in in the fourth movie. So you've got you. It's no longer a purge. So everything they're doing is illegal. Mm-hmm. So since everything they're doing is illegal, we've got we've already lifted the class ten restriction before. Mm-hmm. Now the class four weapons restriction mm-hmm. gets lifted from there. People are using weapons of mass destruction, biological weapons, all of that stuff. <laughs> oh, now other countries, because they already had the tourism and stuff getting involved, so now you've got citizens from other countries in there doing this stuff. <clears throat> now yeah. you have the other uh, countries getting involved in it in that point. So yeah. you you can or, potentially or maybe just the. The, the the civil war itself spreads out to other countries. Uh, yeah. The other countries have dissidents and sympathizers and whatever. Yeah, Canada can't be too happy with stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> there, I mean, there's there's places you can go after it, but it mm-hmm. is escalating each time. So there is, uh, at some point, there's an end point to this. You can't you can't continue this series forever, or yeah. you shouldn't continue the series forever. The way that they're presenting it, um, it's been it's been escalating nicely, mm-hmm. um, and it's a continued storyline without just rehashing the same thing each time mm-hmm. um, and quicker than the saw movies did because in the in the saw films it did continue that story you got mm-hmm. to know more about the main character you get to learn as each characters go but to some degree it was the same idea concept each time of the sets of traps people in the sets of traps and going forward with that um, so in this one it would have just been another purge year what happens now another purge year this happens like yeah. The first one, it's a purge year in one house. And the second year, you have a purge year, but you see a, a whole city. Yeah, a city of L.A. The, the, the third one, so the, the first and second just gets the scale bigger. The mm-hmm. third one goes heavier on the plot and on the, uh, you know, getting moving forward of how can we stop the purge and they end, they end the purge. Mm-hmm. So you've now done your showing the day of the purge all the ways that you could do. And the next one has to be something that's not part of that, and then there's not there's not much of a place to go from there. But yeah. there's you know so maybe two movies left in the in the series, but not a lot more than that. But as far as like this film gets released and, and it's it's essentially a horror film, um, at least in the advertisements for it and the way that they. 
they kind of present it with the, the way the masks uh, are and stuff. Yeah, the, the first one was was presented as like a horror thriller. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it takes place in in this dark house. Um, it's uh, it's the family against all the other people. They you know, this, the second one. They is, call it a social science fiction horror film for the first one. <laughs> I don't know why the science needs to be in there. No, <laughs> it's just it's it's just like alternate future. Yeah, social fiction so, horror film. I think. So, 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 oh, okay. I guess because it's future, you call it sci-fi. It has to be sci-fi, but yeah, it's not. Okay, it's not whatever. really. Uh, yeah. Then this, the second one, um, it's still, it, it, yeah, it, it turns more into like action thriller, in this, yeah. in anarchy. But it's so it, the but the imagery that they show is like especially the the posters and the advertisements and stuff. Mm-hmm. That it's horror that they're showing there, but really the films. They aren't like no, they're, they're, not. they're not your traditional horror. They're not the jump scares. Um, it's not... Yeah, because only in the, only in the first one were you uh, were, were you proximal enough mm-hmm. to all the characters to count it as a horror movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you, you have to be right in there with them. That you can't be traversing a city and still kind of call it a yeah. These ones movie. are more just action. Yeah, films. Yeah, like yeah, like action uh, thriller. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, any, any least favorite parts of the hmm. set out to you? Least or, favorite. Um, or if there are favorite kills in there as well. Um, I did like that they, they, that they went the most logical route. They had, uh, the, the girl in, in the triage truck you know, just run them over. Yep. <laughs> it was like, all right, cool. Exactly what anyone else would have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of getting into a shootout with them and their uh, bedazzled AK forty sevens, and you get a lot of people with the the internal conflicts of how much can I allow of this? Um, like the shopkeeper, not necessarily he, um, he he really wants to defend his shop, but isn't yeah. really willing to kill for it. But the other people around him are doing that. I like the line mm-hmm. of uh, the, his friend. It's like, how can you just like every day yeah. in war as Mexico is like the purge. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they they gave they gave a lot of uh, all they gave all the off color one liners to Dixon, yes. uh, the shop owner. Yes. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, saying the theater uh, I was in was definitely laughing at all of his lines really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, it was, there was some <laughs> line about chicken and. Uh, in the in the beginning, yeah, uh, yeah. There, well, there was the the other uh, older black man who says like, like I'm, I'm not even paying attention. Oh, well, that I, one. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking about waffles and pussy. Yeah, there's that one. There was it, it, like, okay, that's out of nowhere, but it's kind of funny. There was some line that the that the shop owner says was something about like, um, it's like defending the. A, but like, like oh this, yeah, yeah it's of, like like yeah we're we're trying to uh, defend ourselves in, in a bucket of uh, fried chicken, but something like that. Specifically, but a bucket of chicken from uh, black people, or if, yeah, from, I think he says uh, yeah, so, there. Uh, uh, yeah. So, a line that if any of the white characters if would have said else it, say it, it would be very racist. <laughs> yes, but then he said it. But so, but the the only problem is because I'm thinking about the white writers behind it. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. The same with when Tarantino writes the N word so many times in his script. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, Samuel Jackson sang it, so we're all fine. But then you're thinking about the white guy writing the thing. You're like, yeah, ah, it still seems a little, <laughs> a little tough. Or, or maybe they had a uh, punch up writer who was black. They just keep one on staff to write those jokes just to yeah. make sure. And like, yeah, there's the one extra guy in there or something. Um, an interesting thing about the series, you, there are not a lot of these. Uh, 
like especially the cheap the low budget horror films where you get mm-hmm. the same um writer director for all of them and uh james demonico has uh, directed all three of them and mm-hmm. and been head writer on, on yeah, all of well, them. it's good to have that consistency yeah i mean <clears throat> uh, on the one hand that's good uh on the other hand it doesn't really improve uh on them because uh, there's, there's still uh, that okay yeah bit lacking there i don't know like i i'm glad that it's the same person but uh part of me is always interested to know like uh, maybe if they had found someone they could just do a little more i think it's mostly just the writing in mm. there or i don't know if it's the writing or just the or it could be the directing on it the the because the story i think is solid on these mm-hmm. i really like the story I like the way that they go but it's Something with the dialogue and the way it's just fully executed. It's just mm. just lacking there. Um, sometimes when uh, the senator was uh, kept stating the same thing over and over again, like, you know, not uh, I don't want you to uh, kill for this. I'm not okay with this. Or you have uh, to yeah. show something. Like, she says a couple of the same <clears throat> lines again and again. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like it could just be stated differently or, or done a little bit. Like we get it, we understand that. Right. Um, the church scene seemed very reminiscent of Red State, um, the Kevin Smith uh, mm. horror yeah, film. I think I missed that one. Uh, let's go in and check out. Uh, so I won't ruin too much of that, but uh, yeah, the church scene is uh, reminiscent of, of that one in there. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, films should be. It's probably going to do pretty well. It only had a budget of ten million dollars, and according really? to this, That's it's, it. This is what Wikipedia says, and so far, it's already made thirty-four million dollars. Uh, so, already in profit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I guess it. it mm-hmm. There's got to yeah, be another. Well, one. well, what's the rule? Uh, two and a half times your budget to get a sequel. I think that's it. I always Something just like round that. it to three. Yeah. Um, as soon as I see it three times, I'm like, all right, there's definitely a sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, doing pretty well. Um, what would you what would you rate the film then? Uh, like, you know, I'm gonna give it a solid four. I I want to, and like the concepts in it, I definitely give it a four. But like I was saying, there's so much of it that's kind of lacking in there that I want something a little stronger in the execution for it. So I mm-hmm. I, I go with a three. I could I could maybe get to three and a half on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what I what I put down on the the Rotten Tomatoes app, but. Uh, um yeah somewhere between like 3.25 um (laughs) (laughs) well if you're gonna get that i know i'm at least i'm at least solid with a three on it um because i still i still enjoy it i really like the the concepts that it goes with but uh i i feel the thing of when i when i talk to friends about it i still don't feel like i can necessarily recommend it to people to see it like you got to go out and see the purge Mm -hmm. as much as i want to because of the the concepts I really love, but I okay. so I want to be able to see like you should see the purge so we can talk about the socio political issues yeah, that are discussed okay. within it because it, it, I know they're going to see it and they're going to be like, eh. yeah, it, it's it's always kind of hard to recommend a threequel or or a sequel of any kind. But even with the first and second ones, yeah. like it's the same feeling on them where like True. I love yeah. the concepts in them, but it's just like we can we can have the same discussions about the purge. To a degree, we can have the same discussions about the movies with just understanding the basic concept that it's advertised yeah. in the trailers. It's just that there's more, like, they'll bring up arguments that I'll be like, oh, well, in the film, it clearly shows this. So, you know, and those, so there are those points that they, they miss out on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But uh, so it's still the kind of thing where I, you know, I would like people to go see this film because I think it is really interesting, but I don't, you know, mm-hmm. 
it's not it's not super and, strong. No, uh, hopefully it'll have a good run on Netflix. Yeah, I think that's if you know once the series is complete and uh, oh, the, whole, yeah. the whole story is told, if that's all up on Netflix for people to to watch easily, mm-hmm. then it is. I think it's a great Netflix watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the best part is it, it's really not as gory as you would think it is. Yeah, they for, for, for something that that is about murdering in the entire country. There's really not a whole lot of gore. It is so much more about the high concepts of everything. Yeah, like you, you you see people getting shot, and that's about it. Yeah, not no worse than any other kind of movie. If it weren't for the the dialogue and the language, it could even probably get away with a PG-13 on these. Could films. be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it's like not really much more violent than uh, Hunger Games or anything like that. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, let us know if there are films that you want us to talk about or if you have any thoughts on these films. Write to us at magicapetv at gmail.com or find magicapetv on Facebook. Uh, you can subscribe to our videos on YouTube at magicapetv.com or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks. Mm-hmm.